Hey, I'm Dante. And I'm Lola. And you are listening to The, the Smoking Prophet. Prophet. So today's episode is super special. And super spontaneous. In fact, this is so spontaneous. We thought about it, what, 30 minutes ago? Yep, if that long. Yep. So how did this start? I actually walked outside and was just looking at our plants. So Dante and I have done a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. A whole lot. In our yard since being married. So if you can just give us a few minutes, we're going to talk about that first. You are listening to the Smoking Profit Podcast with your hosts, Dante and Lola, who are here and ready to resource you spiritually, creatively, and socially so that you can live life and live life better so that you can do life and do life better with inspiration that is actionable, kick back and listen because your life is about to be transformed. My house before Dante and I got married looked like nobody cared about it. <laughs> like the outside, I didn't care about anything. As long as the grass got cut and the hedges were trimmed, I was a-okay. Trees were pruned every few years. I didn't care about nothing. But when Dante got here, things changed. I think the summer of 2019, Yeah, we just decided we wanted to start a garden. Mm-hmm. Like it was so random. Do you remember that day? Oh, I remember. I remember the conversation and the look I had was, I have no idea how to garden. I've never once tried this. But the cool thing is Lola already had an idea and we had the greatest guide in helping us. Right. Which was my grandmother. Mm -hmm. Actually, when we got the idea, we were walking outside with her mm -hmm. and planting plants and transplanting plants that were in the yard. And then we just, it spilled over to our house. So we started this garden. It was a small garden and it wasn't super far away from our house. And we just planted tomatoes and jalapenos. Yep. Yep. So we planted tomatoes and we planted peppers. And then from there, we just decided that we wanted to create a flower bed. Yeah. So I had these ugly bushes in my front yard for years and when i say that it looked like nobody cared about the yard it legit looked like that but i tried i tried to get rid of these bushes because they were just ugly they were out of place i had a magnolia tree growing in one of the bushes it was just terrible i cut these bushes down i bought something to kill them it didn't work so <laughs> one day i think it was the same day we did the garden mm -hmm. or either the same weekend Probably was the same day, now same that I think day. about it. It was the same day. We just went into the front yard and we said, we're going to take all these bushes up. And that was a project. It was three bushes. Yes. One of the bushes was so heavy. Once we got the root up, it needed like two people to carry it. Yeah, it was ridiculous. It was big. And you guys are thinking like, oh, well, you took a whole bush out the ground. No, that's not how it works. We cut the bush all the way down to basically nothing. And then we were just digging in the ground, trying to get the roots up, trying to find the bottom, cutting through roots and getting it out. But I will say that moment when we finally pulled it out was a triumphant moment because it's like, we finally got this one. And it was the last one. It was. Oh my goodness, it was so amazing. But anyways, we got that done. Dante did some tilling and we put flowers down and it was cool because we didn't have to buy a lot of the flowers mm -hmm. we put down. 
We just took them from my grandmother's yard. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because I forgot how far we've come since then. Yeah, we did. We, <laughs> we did. did just like, my grandmother was like, I'm going to show you how to get it out. Get the digger. Get the maddox. I'm going to show you how to dig this plant out of the ground and take some off. So the first thing we planted was some hostas. Yeah. And then we did a hydrangea. Mm-hmm. And we ended up doing some lavender trees. Yeah. We did some zinnias. And then this year we did some more stuff. We did like lantanas. Mm-hmm. and Marigolds. Yeah, and our marigolds are like... Oh, and then our wildflowers, too. Yeah, we did a lot. But anyway, so we did that last year. We didn't really create a perimeter for our garden. We just put the garden down, threw some mulch on it, and had our flowers going in our flower bed. I didn't mean to say garden. So anyways, we did that last year. And then this year, we came back and did more. We actually had a wooden perimeter built around our garden. We Mm -hmm. put down weed barrier... It was nice. It was nice. And then we've done so much more since then. I think we counted, we planted over 20 plus trees in the last few weeks. Yeah. When I say endeavor, that was an endeavor. Yeah. We planted 20 plus trees. Leland cypresses. Arbovita. And crepe myrtles. Crepe myrtles. Yeah. So we're really excited. Everything has just been an amazing process. And... As I say that, I got to shout you out because none of this would have been possible without you, Dante. No, we got to <laughs> shout each other out because it may not have been possible without both of us together working on this together. Yeah. Amen. Amen. <laughs> amen. I don't know if you said amen or I need a mint. Which one is it? But let's get on to what we were saying. So um, I went outside in our front yard and I was just looking around observing what has happened because it's been raining for a few days. We have plants going. I told you we just planted all those trees. The rain is really good for our trees, not to mention we did something to our grass the other week. <laughs> you want to tell them about that? Yeah, we aerated. aerated our whole lawn. So that process is interesting because it makes it look like you have pieces of poop in your yard. It, it makes really it look does. like there are little turds just just lotted out everywhere in your yard. Okay, let me tell you. So the aeration process <laughs> is a machine that is used on your yard to put holes in it, mm-hmm. and these holes are probably maybe two, three inches. Yeah long and not that wide again it really looks like a piece of dog poop it does like it's <laughs> terrible and it puts all these little holes in your yard and then you seed sprinkle it. seed on it mm-hmm. and it just helps your grass grow pretty so we had that done <laughs> i promise i won't go back to anything we're having done anymore and i'm looking at the yard just to see what's happening and i look over and i see this plant that i begged dante to buy me now i felt so bad i begged him to buy me this plant the plant was like $30, $40. It was. So it wasn't like a cheap plant. And the plant died like within five weeks. Yeah. It died within five weeks, you guys. And my face was just like, of course it died. You didn't even like, you, so oh, you no. felt away when it died? Yeah, I did. What were you thinking? You didn't even tell me. I was thinking $40 plant dies in like less than two months. I, Why did we buy this? I'm not buying her plant plants anymore so (laughs) that's what you were thinking you just didn't tell me (laughs) well thank you for not rubbing it in my face like I didn't want to buy you this plant and this is what happened you're welcome I appreciate that so much but I'm looking at this plant and before went through this process of dying I saw that it was struggling and I tried to breathe some life into it my grandmother said 
everything responds to attention, including plants. She's told me that. So I'm like, okay, let me give this plant some attention. Let me talk to this plant. Let me tell it to grow. Let me take care of it. And it did do something and that something was died like it was gone died died <laughs> yes so i clipped the dead pieces off of the plant i pruned it that's what it's called p-r-u-n-e i pruned the plant i clipped the dead pieces off and i cut the plant down to where it looked like it was about two inches off of the ground the soil in this pot that it was in and I left it there. There was a little green stem, like some life was there, but I just left it there. And I said, the plant is an annual, so it's gonna come back next year. It doesn't matter. I was just like, I'm not gonna see the plant for the rest of this year. Mm -hmm. It'll come back next year and that'll be it. Now, we've been so busy with everything that's happening in our lives, with work, with our children, yes. and remote learning, and just everything that we're doing here that I hadn't paid this plant any attention. Today when I looked outside to see how things were going on in our yard, I saw that the plant is lush and full of life. Mm. Like it's green, it's growing. It's actually a cone flower. It's a really pretty cone flower with these pretty, pretty colors on it. But it's lush, it's growing. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's such an amazing testament to the power of pruning. And you're like, what are you talking about? Mm, actually, I love the imagery. Why? Go explain. Well, just because even if the idea of pruning is hard for people to grasp, just the idea of saying that this plant wouldn't have lived and wouldn't have been able to come back and be lush and flourish if you hadn't pruned it down, if you hadn't cut down those pieces, cut away all of the dead pieces to give it a chance to live and breathe again. Right. And how many times does that happen in our lives where we have something that's not working for us and something that we have this opportunity to let go of mm -hmm. and we don't necessarily want to let go of it? That's a really good question, babe. And because we don't let go, we slow down the beauty that can be. Ooh. We slow down the progress that we could have if we were to just let some of these things go. So when I looked at that plant, it made me think about all of what you just explained, wrapped it up in this statement. Always invite the Lord to prune you. Always invite the Lord to cut away what is not working in your life. So I'm just going to read this definition of prune to you, and I just Googled this. It comes from Oxford Languages. Prune means trim a tree, shrub, or bush by cutting away dead or overgrown branches or stems, especially to increase fruitfulness and growth. So to prune means to cut away or to reduce something. And when I cut away the dead life from those plants, it, in my mind, I see how God constantly is being so gentle with us to show us things that are not working in our lives. Oh, wow. So that we can invite him in to cut those things away. And go ahead, I'm sorry, you wanted to say something. No, I was just thinking, almost um, using that same definition, how he's cutting away the dead stuff to increase our fruitfulness and growth. So he's cutting away those pieces that you don't need that's holding you back from growing. And as he's doing this, you're becoming more fruitful. You're growing on your own because he's, well, I'm sorry, you're not growing on your own. You're growing because he's cutting away those pieces for you. Right. You're growing because you're in partnership with 
the Lord. Mm -hmm. You know, you're growing because you've you've said to him, yes, I'll accept what you want to do. So part of it is God and then part of it is you saying yes and surrendering and willingly working with the Lord. Now, let me ask you this question, Dante. Can you name something in your life that the Lord has pruned you from where you've seen like crazy growth afterwards? And this can be pre-relationship with the Father, Mm -hmm. post-relationship with the Father, or my relationship with him is kind of just up in the air. And we talked about one the other day. You don't have to get specific, but we can be honest. Okay. We talked the other day about how you and I met and how when we first met, (laughs) you weren't interested in me at all because you were in a relationship. So you weren't looking at anyone like that. And even though the relationship was at its... In its final chapter. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. That's what we call it. It was in its final chapter. You still had respect for that relationship and you weren't looking at any other women Mm -hmm. to entertain for romantic relationships or anything. But you said to me that when you got out of that relationship, what happened? When I got out of that relationship, it's like my... Everything changed. Like my work ethic changed. My productivity changed just the person I was because I wasn't hampered down by all of the negativity that happened in that relationship. So I was able to focus on myself and I was able to grow. And I showed an immediate difference in my work ethic and the friendships I had, just people noticed it immediately. Like you have done so much better now than you were before. So much so that one of your one of the people you worked with noticed it. And they were like, hey, I don't know what's happened to you in the last few weeks, but something is going on and I like it. Yes. Like there's an immediate difference. And keep this up because this is this is the Dante I expect you to be. Now, this relates to the message we're giving because in Dante's life, something was pruned, you know, Mm -hmm. something was reduced. It was a relationship. God bless the people involved and whatever, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. But it was a relationship. And after the relationship ended, your life shifted. Mm -hmm. You know, and God is always trying to do things like that for us. And sometimes we don't let it go because we can't see past where we are. We're working so hard to make things work as it currently exists or where it currently stands Mm -hmm. and God is like I see beyond that and I'm just trying to get you to see beyond that so that you can get to something better so that you can produce so we're going to close that message and just leave you with those little thoughts we got to head out of here my husband's got to get back to work and I've got to get back to work but we hope this message encourage you today to be okay with letting things go. I'm going to drop a link in the episode description with a podcast that we did recently on letting things go and how letting things go can feel good too. I know that when we think about letting something go, we think about breakups, we think about loss, we think about death, we think about losing something. And losing something for us is really, really bad. But in reality, losing does not always have to be negative losing can be a win losing can be good losing can bless you 
All right, we're out. We hope you enjoyed this message. I'm Lola. And I'm Dante. And you were listening to The Smoking Prophet. We love y'all and have the most amazing life. Bye!